Hallelujah. When you got it, you can stand. Hallelujah. Colossians 3.23, the Bible says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. I'm going to read that again. Colossians 3.23, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10a says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy, everybody say, might. Hallelujah. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. Hallelujah. The Lord's help here today, I want to preach a simple message on I won't settle. Heavenly Father, we love you. We're grateful for the spirit that you've already allowed us to feel. We're grateful, Lord, that you're in this service. We've already, Lord, felt your anointing, and we pray, Lord, that you would help that to carry on all the way through the altar call. We pray, Lord, that you'd move, Lord, upon your people here today. Help our ears to open to what you have to say. And, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would take this service and do with it what you will. And at the end of it, Lord, we'll give all of the glory and honor to you with everything that's done. Oh, God, we're grateful for this awesome people, Lord, that you've given to us here today. We pray that you would continue to allow this revival spirit to be upon Lighthouse Ministries. Continue to touch our youth. God, we pray, Lord, that you'd continue to allow them to draw closer to you. Oh, God, help us, Lord, to to be the team, Lord, that they need. Oh, hallelujah, to give them the counsel that they need, Lord. God, we pray for our young adults here today and our elders, Lord, that you would allow us to be built up, Lord, in our faith here today. Oh, God, be with us, Lord. Challenge us. Change us. Don't leave us like you found us. In your name we pray. The church said amen. You can be seated here today. Whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. If I'm doing something for man... I'm probably going to do it, you know, as good as I can. If I'm doing something for God, you better believe I'm going to put 110 in. Amen? I'm going to do everything that I can. The Bible says, whatsoever ye do. That's a wide variety of things that we tackle on a daily and weekly basis. Whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, or as to the Lord and not unto man. I love what the Amplified Version says. It says, whatever may be your task, work at it it heartily, which means from the soul, as something done for the Lord and not for men. Do it from your heart. Do it from your soul. Do it with all your might, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 9. And verse number 10. Now there's every area in our life that we could focus on that we need to be doing as unto the Lord and with all of our might. But I believe that the most important area is the area of our spiritual lives. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Now I know that we need to work in our occupation as if we're working for the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen out there. Amen. Hallelujah. Put everything we have into it. Why is that? Because 
that we are a representation of God in our occupation. Why should we put all that we have into it for our, our marriage? Because our marriage is a representation of God. Hallelujah. When our children look at our marriage, when the world looks at a Christian's marriage, they should see Christ. We are a representation. That's why God commands us that whatever we do, that we do it like we're doing it to God. That's the reason why that God says, whatever your hand finds to do, that you do it with your might. Hallelujah. Why? Because you're a representation of Christ. Hallelujah. It is the will. Now, we have to understand, <coughs> excuse me, we have to understand here today that God is going to help us in everything that we do to be able to do it well. But we also have to understand that on the opposite side of this, that there is an enemy, Brother Wayne, that is trying to get us to trip up and make God look bad and make Christ look bad. Hallelujah. So what do we have to do? We need to understand that while we're trying to work at every area in our life, as we said before, especially in our spiritual lives, that there is an enemy there that does not want us to do well. Hallelujah. This enemy, it is the will of the enemy to do one of two things to the church member. The enemy has a plan to steal, kill, and destroy God's creation, the church member. Amen. Let me tell you something. The enemy doesn't like you. The Bible says that you were made in God's image. Every time that he looks at the church or the church member, he sees God. Hallelujah. He does not like that. He does not like you. He does not want you to be saved. And what his desire is, is to steal your salvation, to kill it and destroy you in eternity. But can I tell you that the other thing that the enemy can do is if the enemy doesn't succeed at the first goal, then the enemy will push for the church member to become complacent and settle into a routine of religion and thus become stagnant and content with living a life that doesn't uh, contribute to building the kingdom of God. So let me rephrase this and just kind of make it in a bite size here. Number one, Satan doesn't want you to be saved. He's going to try everything that he can to keep you from being saved. The second thing is, is that if he can't keep you from being saved, then he's going to try to push you to be a complacent Christian. He's going to try to push you to have a religious routine and never step out of the box, and never live up to your full potential. 
Now let's take a look at a few of, of the words. I'm going to pull out here of a few of the words in our scripture and, and in this intro here. Let's take a look at the word stagnant. If this is what the enemy is trying to get us to do, let's analyze ourselves and see if we are to a place of complacency. Stagnant is of a body of water or an atmosphere of confined space. Everybody say confined <laughs> having no current or flow or often having an unpleasant smell as a consequence. And we could go in about five different directions there. But I want you to understand here what the enemy is pushing you to do. Number one, he's pushing you to be confined in your space. Hallelujah. He wants you to get comfortable. If he can't get you to be to, to uh, step out of the way, then what he's going to do is try to get you comfortable in your space. This, this kind of takes my mind to David as he comes up on the children of Israel uh, who are going to battle against the Philistines. But the problem is, is they got a giant over there. So they sat and listened day after day after day to a giant who's come and hollered out and cried out and, and defiled uh, 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 the, the God of the Israelites. And yet they were okay with living at a place where the enemy could come in at any time. They were okay. They found their tents. They set up camp. They had food coming in. Everything was good. We'll just stay over here on our side. We don't have have to come on now listen to what I'm fixing to say we don't have to go and, and and win the victory all we have to do is stay here where it's safe Woo. a place confined space I love this what it says here having no current or flow no spirit can't feel him been a while since since the Holy Ghost has taken over been a while since the Holy Spirit. Been a while since I felt Him. Been a while since that Spirit of the Lord has flowed through me. Been a while since I felt like as I was going throughout my day that the Holy Ghost was guiding my steps and guiding my words. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to somebody here today who has allowed yourself to get complacent. You've allowed yourself to get stagnant. You've allowed yourself to be comfortable in your comfort zone. I want you to let, I want to let you know here today that that's not what God has planned for his church hallelujah to settle is to sit or come to rest in a comfortable position to sit or come to rest in a comfortable position we were on our way back from vacation we hit Dallas at about 2 2 30 and we looked at each other and we said, do we want to spend the night here? Because we were just planning on doing, you know, two different days, quite a drive. Or do we want to go home and get in our own bed? Come on now. Larry Winkler said it about three or four times. <laughs> How many ever made the comment, my pillow's calling for me? Come on now. 
We know just how it's set up, man. I'm telling you, we're used to sitting there. I can go over there, and this belly fits perfect right in that one spot. You know what I mean? I can just lay right there, and it's perfect. What are you saying, Brother Jared? Finding that comfortable spot. Finding that, and if we're not careful, we'll allow ourselves as Christians to get in that spot. To where we're not willing to grow. We're not really making a difference in the kingdom. We've simply just settled. We're not sending or we're not going or we're not giving or we're not. Come on now. God help us. I love this. Untapped potential is a difference between where a person is now and where he or she can be. The wealthiest place in the world the wealthiest places in the world are not gold mines on oil or oil fields, diamond mines or banks. The wealthiest places or the wealthiest place is the cemetery. There lies companies that were never started, masterpieces that were never painted. In the cemetery there is a buried there's buried the greatest treasure of untapped potential. There is a treasure within you that must come out. Don't go to the grave with your treasure still within you. Dr. Miles Monroe penned that. So I'm going to ask you here today, are you going to settle? Are you going to settle here today? Just a simple two-part sermon here today. Are you okay with where you're at? I'm not saying that everybody here is, is a sinner. I'm not saying, I'm just asking you, in your spiritual life, are you okay where you are? Now let's move to the other side. Let's see some, some other definitions. Might, what we find here in the Scripture, means strength, power, and ability. Do it with thy might. Do it with thy strength. Do it with power and ability. What is it to contribute? If we know what stagnant is, if we know what it is to have a confined space, if we know what it is to have no current or flow, then what, it is, what is it to be the opposite of? If we know what it is to settle, then what is, it, what is the opposite of, of, of to sit, uh, 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 to, to rest in a comfortable position? I, I, I actually put the whole definition down here, uh, and I just loved how, how, this, how this kind of flowed into this. It says get to, to contribute is to give something in order to help achieve or provide something listen to these words give donate make a donation of put up come up with subscribe hand out grant bestow present gift accord uh, uh, provide uh, supply furnish all right the informal is to chip in we're talking the informal informal is to chip in to pitch in to fork out, to dish out, to shell out, to cough up. <laughs> the British informal is to stump up. North America informal is kick in, ante up, pony up. Hallelujah. <laughs> I thought that was good. I put that in your notes. You can take it home and laugh at it later. 
What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm telling you here today, have you been okay with just settling? I want here today to challenge somebody to, that you'll walk out of this, out of this uh, 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 sermon here today and, and, and hearing from this pulpit that you'll be challenged to say, you know what, I'm tired of settling. I want to do more for God. I want more. I won't Settle. Hallelujah. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I'm telling you, maybe somebody here today is ready to give something in order to help achieve or provide something. Maybe somebody wants to give or donate. And I'm not just talking about to this church. I'm talking about the, the needs that are around you to make a donation of, to put up, come up with, subscribe, hand out. Maybe you want to grant or bestow or present or, or to give or to provide or to supply or furnish. Maybe you'd like to chip in in a few different areas. Maybe you'd like to pitch in on a few different uh, 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 um, ministries out of this church. Oh, maybe you need to fork out or dish out or shell out or cough up. Maybe it's time to kick in or ante up or pony up. What are you telling me, bro? I'm telling you here today, church, get involved. Whatever God has called you to in this year, don't go to the end of this year and look back and say, I settled. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As I was studying for this sermon, I came across an article by Do Something Cool website. I thought it was pretty neat, though, some of the things that they wrote, seven rules for trying your best. I want to give my best this year. I don't want to settle this year. Seven rules for trying your best. Number one, go 100% all in. You know what my football coach used to tell me in junior high? Give me 110%. Dig deep. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I was going to say something, but I better not. I wrote a note to my wife this morning because I wasn't such a great husband yesterday. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? I wasn't given my 100%. Try multiple times. That's number two. Success equals risk. Remember to self-reflect. Ask yourself what worked, what didn't work. Number four, ask for advice. Utilize your team. Utilize your team. Number five, remain optimistic of success. Listen to this. Both optimism and pessimism contribute to society. Do you want proof? The optimist invents the airplane, and the pessimist invents the parachute. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Remain optimistic of your success. One of the main problems that people have in going into a ministry is they've already failed before they ever took the first step. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, if you have that attitude, you probably won't. You won't. You won't. But if you can come into it, my Bible says that he can. He can. He can. And I'm telling you, if you allow him to, he'll move through you and you'll be able to see some awesome things done. Why? Because you're optimistic. Not about what you can do, but about what God can do through you. Hallelujah. If you fail, do it in a dignified manner. I want to read this here today. This is something I've, as going through some of my older sermons, I found this. One night when Mr. Moody was leading the singing, <coughs> excuse me, and Mr. Sankey, was playing the organ, Moody looked over to Sankey and said, it sounded like to me where everyone could hear, excuse me, I see there is a friend coming in to the meeting. I offended him today downtown, and I want him to forgive me. Mr. Moody walked down from the platform, and the other man got up from his seat and walked out into the aisle and met Mr. Moody about halfway and said, Mr. Moody, I forgive you heartily. Moody went back to the platform and an eyewitness said, I never saw such a meeting. It was wonderful. Glory to God. Oh, but Mr. Moody was, but Mr. Moody, you know, he was, he failed. How are you failing? Some people allow failure when they fail, they allow that to become their identity. Don't allow failure to become your identity. You may fail. The Bible says a just man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. I'm not telling you that you need to continue to make the same mistake, you know, over and over and over. Learn from your failures. But one man said that that failing is not failing if you learn from it. It's failing becomes what? Learning. Hallelujah. I want you to know here today that whenever you fail, fail the right way. Go and apologize. Make things right. Move on past your failure. Don't let your failure oh, be your direction and direct you. If you fail, get back up, make it right, learn from it, and go on. Hallelujah. Always project Confidence, that's number seven. Believe in what your God can accomplish through you. So I want you to know here today that we've, we've talked here today about what it is to settle. Now I want you to understand that if you won't settle, I want you to know here today, and I'm going to end with this, there is the ability of the believer. I still believe that God wants to use the church like He did back in the New Testament church. I still believe, church, that the things that they were capable of doing is still the ability of the believer today. I'd like for if you could, grab your Bibles and turn with me to Mark chapter number 16. Mark chapter 16. 
We're going to start reading in verse number 15. What can I do? What can I do for the kingdom? You got it? Mark chapter 16. This is for those who won't settle. This scripture are for those who are ready for 2020 to take their ministry, to take their salvation, to take their family to new levels. Hallelujah. Jesus is looking here and giving out the great commission. And he says this in verse number 15 of Mark 16 says, And he said unto them, Go ye unto all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth, that's me and you, church. It doesn't say he that was a disciple. It didn't say he that is said he that believeth. Do you believe here today? Are you a believer here today? Oh, come on, I ask you. Are you a believer today? Are we part of the believers? Are we part of the Christians? Then this is a commandment to us. He says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. In verse number 17, he says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils and shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover hallelujah I'm telling you there's still an ability of the believers here today hallelujah now I want to tell you the difference between the New Testament church and the church that we're in are you ready the Bible says here so then after the Lord had spoken unto them he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God and they, who's they? the believers and they, who's they? that's those that believe that's the new church who's they? that's the church, it's me who's they? it's you who's they? it's all of us and they went forth what are you saying brother Jared? you mean they didn't just go back and find a pew and find something to, uh, that they could just sit and listen to the teaching of Peter and listen to the teaching of James and listen to the this and that. No, sir. The Bible says here that the believer went forth, hallelujah, and preached everywhere the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Are you with me here this morning? I'm telling you what's possible to somebody who won't settle here today. I'm telling you that it's still possible for you to lay hands on the sick and for them to recover, for healing to happen. I believe it can still happen, church. Why is it? Because I've experienced it. Why is it? Because I've seen it. That they can speak in new languages. Why is it? Because I've seen it. Why is it? Because I've experienced it. What are you telling me, Brother Jared? If we'll have a church that won't settle. I believe that we can live what the New Testament church, what they lived. I believe we can do what they done. Are you settling? Are you settling? Go a little bit deeper than that. How's your prayer life? Woo! 
Uh-oh. How's your prayer life? Are you settling? How's your devotion? Are you settling? Oh, God, help us. Too many times the reason why that we're not getting anything out of our prayer and we're not getting anything out of our devotion is because we simply have given God the leftovers. We're settling. It could be so much more than that. Oh, you hear me here today, church. It could be so much more. God help us not to settle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And these things... Attesting signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. Hallelujah. I'm just reading what the Bible says. They will speak in new languages. They will pick up serpents. And even if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. What, what does all of that mean? That means, I love how one man put it. He said, I am invincible until my work is done. My question is, is your work done? You can be, you can be 80 years old and your work not be done. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. You can be 18 years old and your work be done. One person had, had, was, had cancer, was asking, hey, you know, what, why, I, I need a healer. I don't understand why God healed. And, and I think it was Clinton and said, why do you want to be healed anyway so you can take another vacation? Oh, God, help us. Why does God want it? Why does the Holy Ghost want to fill you? I'm telling you here today, church, we've got to take this thing to a new level. We've got to, we, we've got to start living the word of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can't settle. You can't settle. It goes on to say, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will get well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants us to be constantly stretching and growing. Hallelujah. Somebody come to the piano. Let's stand. Are you settling, church? Are you settling? God wants us to be constantly stretching and growing. There are new levels for you to rise up to. There are new treasures within you to discover. Explore what God has placed within you. Because He has a purpose for everything within you. Hallelujah. One of the best coffees, let me rephrase that, one of the best affordable coffees that you'll find right here, right? The old Dunkin' Donuts. I like the whole bean so I can grind it up myself. Woo, yeah, I, I, hear, I hear some amens out there. Smells good. Everything's good. I love this. Love this coffee. What good is it going to do if it stays in the package? Hallelujah. I got, 
one of the best guitars as far as name brand that you can have. All right. Are we ready? Are we ready? You ready to hear a Martin guitar? Come on. Doesn't it sound pretty? What? Here. Maybe just, maybe if we move it from one church to the other. <laughs> All right, now. Come on now. Let, let's see. Come on. Doesn't that sound so beautiful? What's going on, Brother Jared? It's, it's a Martin, man. It should be. It's not out of the case. How can it be effective? How can anybody hear? How can anybody be blessed when it's still in the case? Come on, Brother Davis. Open that thing up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is the pick in there? I got one right here if you need one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just sit down right there. Let's hear. Oh, wow. Now. Now we hear what a Martin guitar sounds like. Now we understand that it's worth. Now we get to hear it's worth. Now we get to, why? Now we get to see the potential. Now we get to hear. Now we get to enjoy. Why is that, church? Because it came out of the case and got in the master's hands. I want you to understand something here today. If you settle for staying in the case, you will never, ever realize the potential that God has for you. What are you looking for, Brother Jared? I'm looking for somebody here today to say, I'm tired of settling. 19 was my last year to settle. In 2020, I'm coming out. I'm coming out of the case. I'm getting in the master's hands. I'm going to do something this year for God that I never dreamed I could do. Get out of the case. Don't settle. Hallelujah. 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 Just keep it on in there. In your name, God, we pray. Oh, God, that you would grip this church's heart here today. Please do not allow us to slip back in to the past. Please do not allow us to slip back in to the case. Please do not allow us to slip back in to the package. Oh, we've got the name. Oh, we look pretty on the outside. Oh, we're supposed to taste and see, but we don't ever come out of the package. I pray here today, Lord, that you would grip the heart of Lighthouse Ministries oh, to the point, Lord, where we're ready to break out here in 2020, where we're ready to come out of the case and be used to our full potential potential. God help us today to come to the point where we say, I won't settle. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
I'm going to tell you here today, as I studied this church, your pastor was convicted. I'm going to be one of the first ones to the altar here tonight, or here this morning. Oh, but if you'll join me here today and say, Brother Jared, 2019, there was areas that I settled. Oh, but this year, I don't want to settle. I want to come out of the case. I want to be used to my potential. I want to be used to God's potential through me. Oh, hallelujah. Would you join me up here at this altar? altar and say I'm taking my spiritual life to a new level I'm taking my occupation to a new level I'm taking my 